At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Near mortals. He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is our number three of the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You've got a tremendous hour coming up for you as we're going to be joined in 15 minutes by the duo of Brad Thomas over there at NBC Sports Bet and Scott Reichel of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We're going to be taking a look at what we're all going to be getting in the NFL and college football this weekend with them. So we're going to have a lot of fun on that front. Here in segment number one, I'm going to be previewing what I think is by far, hands down, the most competitive 1 through 10 conference in all of college basketball in the final segment. Going to give you guys what I like on the board for Thursday in terms of Thursday Night Football, along with what we're going to be getting in Major League Baseball Game 5 of the World Series as those numbers have been up for, as I've been doing this, about the last two or so hours. So things are starting to be ironed out. Things are starting to fall into line there. So I'll give you guys what I like. So anyone that's listening in the very early AM, you can get a good number on that front. So we've got a lot coming up, and we've got a lot coming up in terms of college basketball. Those of you guys out there on the East Coast, it's now officially Thursday, which means that we're officially four kind of four days away from the start of the college basketball season. I've been doing a bunch of previews on this show, taking a look at what we're going to be getting for the upcoming season. Now it is time that I preview the number one conference in all of college basketball. And it's without question. It's a Big 12. I know there are many people that they know me from the great state of Wisconsin. That's where I grew up. That might disagree a little bit. Yeah, the Big 10. It can't even hold the water jug right now of the Big 12. The Big 12, 1 through 10 is so good. I mean... The team that I've got dead last 
in terms of the Big 12 is Kansas State. If Kansas State were in the Pac-12, they'd be a top-five team in that conference. If Kansas State were in the Big 10, they certainly would be out, They would be avoiding the bottom five. That is for sure. I mean, this conference is just stacked top to bottom. It is murderer's row upon murderer's row, night in, night out. It's a gauntlet. And you just take a look at this conference. Every one of these teams is so competitive. And what I think is so interesting with the Big 12 is that if you take a look since the beginning of the 2017-18 season, only one team in conference play has played more unders than overs. We've seen one team in Kansas go 50%, 49 overs, 49 unders, and two pushes in terms of conference play, and that'd be Oklahoma. But we've seen a little bit of a paradigm shift in terms of this conference. As last season, among the top 50 teams in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, the Big 12 had seven of them. That includes Kansas, who won the national title, and as a matter of fact, each of the last two title winners comes from this conference in Baylor and Kansas. They are your top two teams if you're looking at odds win the Big 12 at all these sports books. And I've seen some places have Kansas in front of Baylor. I disagree with that a little bit. I do recognize that someone like your Grady Dick is going to be able to help out for Kansas, and that's his name, Grady Dick. That is not me trying to throw out there any slang or anything like that, but... That said, when it comes to this Baylor team, I just take a look at them, and they are just completely sacked top to bottom. They bring back Adam Flagler and LJ Cryer from that backcourt, which was a little bit banged up last season, but for Baylor, they've done a great job of just melding things together. They are able to keep their guys on campus for multiple years. They do a solid job of being able to utilize the transfer portal, and I think that they've done that with Jalen Bridges coming into the fold for this team, and then they do a nice job of bringing in some freshmen that are going to be able to bolster this team as well. As so you just take a look at what they're going to be bringing in in general, and it's going to elevate a backcourt that I thought was relatively solid coming in, and it's going to be all the better because they bring in a guy by the name of Keontae George. Keontae George is a real deal, 6'5", a little bit of a combo player, is able to guard multiple positions, top 10 national recruit. He's going to come in right away, and he's going to be rock solid. But what I think is going to be big for Baylor, and the reason why they weren't able to make a run in the NCAA tournament last season was due to this. Their front court, it is back and it is fully loaded. You may recall, prior to the NCAA tournament, they lost a key piece. Jonathan Chamwachachua, he is the energizer bunny down low for this team. He is going to be back in the fold, and I think that that's a big key for this team. He and Flo Thamba, they both return, and as a result, you're going to have a Baylor team that is going to be just tenacious on defense. They are going to be rock solid on offense. And this is a Baylor team that they've been able to catch for you time and time again, especially on the road. Get this, last four years for Baylor, in terms of true road games, they are 27-13-1 against the spread. That is the second best road cover rate in all of college basketball in that time span. They've really been able to do a solid job in step-up games, so you're able to find yourself a lot of value. And don't think that I think that Kansas is chopped liver because they are actually 16-7 and against the spread as their last 13 games as a favorite of more than 16 points as a favorite. This is a team that they cover big numbers. They are going to lay it on teams. And with Kansas, they've done a nice job in terms of their recruiting class as well. I speak very highly of Keontae George, but Mr. Grady Dick, who I was talking about a little bit earlier, he's going to be able to help out a backcourt that, no doubt, it's a little bit gutted from last year. You lose O'Shea Obaji, that is, without question, going to really hurt this team. But that said, they also bring in a kid by the name of MJ Rice, who he's not getting quite the fanfare that Grady Dick is, but 
That said, he's someone that comes in. He's right around 605, 606. He's going to be able to offer some very good versatility. And what I love about Kansas is they went within the conference to bring in a transfer. So he knows exactly what it is all about. And I think that that is going to be big for a Kansas team that they lose four other top five scores from last season. But when you're able to bring in someone that is a statue suffer like Kevin McCullough is, that is going to be able to help them out. Ten points, four and a half boards, three assists. From everything that I've seen in terms of practices and these not-so-secret secret scrimmages, he's fitting in really well with what you want to see from this Kansas team. Now, be a little bit cautious of Kansas to begin the season because you are having Bill Self, and this is something that was brought down Actually, on Wednesday, he is going to be suspended for the first four games of the season. So he's going to miss three cupcake games and then the game that we're going to be seeing in the Champions Classic when it comes to, I believe, Battle for Atlantis is their multi-team event, their non-conference tournament that they really play in every single year. That He is going to be back for that. But I really do think that you've got a very clear one and two in terms of Baylor and Kansas. I've got Baylor one. I've got Kansas two. And legitimately, Baylor is in my top five nationally as well. I think that Baylor has a good shot of being able to win the national title. And both of these teams are in my top eight nationally. So I think very highly of both of these teams. But that said, I was mentioning the defense for all these teams. And I mean, for all these teams, the defense is absolutely electric. You did not have a single team in the conference last year give up more than 69 points per game. And I know that a lot of people are dogging on West Virginia. And many people are talking about Virginia right now because they bring in Jose Perez. He should be able to help out the Mountaineers a little bit moving forward. We shall see about his eligibility status. But for West Virginia, they finished dead last in the conference last season. And now they add to that fold Trey Mitchell, who is someone that you may recall a few seasons ago when it was at UMass. He averaged nearly 19 points per contest, seven boards. He was able to shoot nearly 39% from three-point range, was actually at Texas Tech, or was at Texas last season. I think that he is going to be very good for this team. I think that with West Virginia, they're going to need to turn over a little bit of a new leaf because they did lose a lot of three-point shooting with like Sean McNeil, but Joe Tucson, guy that he only averaged right around like six or so points per contest from Iowa. He is going to be tremendous for this team, but you've got one big wild card when it comes to this team, and that would be Texas. A lot of people are talking about Texas because they had a scrimmage against Arkansas. It was a little bit of a charity exhibition. They just completely throttled them by 30 points. But here's the question that I think that you've got to have with Texas. Are they going to be able to integrate Tyrese Hunter, who he comes in from within the conference, Iowa State. Big reason why Iowa State went from, and I'm not even kidding here, winning two games during the 2020-21 season. Both of those wins came against the Southwestern Athletic Conference, the SWAC. A SWAC conference that has gotten a 16 seed in 21 out of the last 22 NCAA tournaments. They had just two wins. Both of them came against them two years ago last year. They bring in TJ Otzelberger, and they win two games in the NCAA tournament right there. So, I mean, that was one of the biggest turnarounds ever. But how are how is Mr. Hunter going to be able to play alongside Marcus Carr? Marcus Carr is someone that really needs to just... Find his footing in general on offense because he was really the man while he was at Pittsburgh and while he was at Minnesota. And many of you guys that watched Christmas Day 2020 college basketball, you may recall that Marcus Carr just put on an absolute show on that day. And he was tremendous while he was at Minnesota. A nearly 20 point per game score last season. You can tell that the offense just didn't gel very well with them, but they do a nice job of bringing back so many pieces. I think that Timmy Allen is one of the most underrated and one of the most versatile players in all of college basketball. 12 points, 6.5 rebounds per contest, but 
I do think that it is going to be key for those guys to be able to gel together because if they do, you're going to notice that Ken Pomeroy has Texas as a top three team this year. They might have enough talent to be able to live up to that. But the big question is, are they going to be able to just meld together? Are they going to be able to check all those boxes? And if you're wanting to talk about defense, this team is like going to a Rook Canal. TCU, you've got Mike Miles, who is the preseason player of the year within the conference. He is someone that is going to be able to light it up for this team. The big thing for TCU, are they going to be able to make any threes whatsoever? Damian Baugh, he is going to be dealing with a little bit of suspension. We don't know how long that suspension is going to be, so that leaves me a little bit leery of this team. I have my question marks there. And one team that there's a lot of people that they've got question marks for, but I think that this team can really overperform their expectations, Oklahoma. They've got a guy by the name of Grant Shurfield who's going to be coming in from Nevada. You may recall him from Wichita State as well. In terms of HOB, hands on buckets. Last season, while he was at Nevada, he was in the top five in all of college basketball. That merely is a metric that it takes a look at the percentage of points that you both score and assist upon. This guy is able to dole out seven assists per game. He's able to give you 19 points per contest. And you're number two under Porter Mosier, who we all remember, he led Loyola Chicago to the Final Four. I think that this is a year where they're going to be able to bust out. Now, they do lose a few guys via the transfer portal. That is going to be hurting them a little bit, but I like the way that Oklahoma State or Oklahoma is built and Oklahoma State as well. Our team that I just I accidentally mentioned moves to Cisse, one of the best defenders down low. They're a team that they play the good old 40 minutes of HE double hockey six under Mike Boynton. Take a look at a lot of unders within this conference because you've got some absolutely supreme defense. And what is also absolutely supreme, bringing on Brad Thomas and Scott Reichel. These guys do an amazing job taking a look at the great game of football. And coming up next, we're going to be talking a little bit of college football with them as Brad does great work at NBC Sports Bet and Scott over at the Sports Gambling Podcast. They join me on the flip side on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NBA season is off and running. Now is the time to grab your VEASAN Pro Basketball Guide. It's got analysis on all 30 teams with our hoops experts, including the one and only John Von Tobel, providing strategy and advice, as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, player awards, and so much more. We've also got five tips for those a little bit newer to NBA betting. Give yourself a edge this NBA season and get the VEASAN NBA betting guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99. You're able to get access to everything that we do all the way through the Super Bowl, and that is at VEASAN.com. So I subscribe to be able to sign up as it is a Greg Peterson experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be joined by our guests as we've got Brad Thomas of NBC Sports Bet and Scott Reichel does great work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And gentlemen, it's always great to have you aboard. And when it comes down to it, we're going to be having a lot of great action when it comes to Thursday as we're going to get into Thursday Night Football in a little bit. But, Brad, I know you've got a game that isn't on Saturday in terms of college football, and that's the Friday Oregon State versus Washington game. Washington between a 4 and a 4.5 point favorite. John's game is 54.5. Very bare bones when it comes to Thursday college football. You've got UTEP, Rice, Appalachian State, and Coastal Carolina. So, little bit rough there, but I know you like this game for Friday, so take me through it. A Oregon State team that surprisingly ranked in the college football playoff, I believe, for the first time ever. Yeah, so for me, you know, if you look at this game, you're going to say, wow, Brad, you're betting the under for two over teams. Uh, we have teams that are 6-1 and one and 5-3 and three to the over. If you see the total has come down about six points right now, I got it in at under 55 and a half. It's going to be a torrential downpour. It's going to be an 80% chance of win, rain with about 25 to 40 mile per hour wind. The last time we saw a game that even closely resembled this without the rain, but the wind was Baylor versus Kansas. If it were for Rissard Reese, this game would have flew under. The total ended at 58, but Reese ran for uh, 186 yards. He was a man on a mission. Now you look at these two teams who rely heavily on their stellar quarterback play and extending plays down the field. They're not going to be able to do so. Their running game's not as strong. So I figure this is going to be a sloppy, sloppy game. It kind of reminds me back of when Washington played Washington State and they had the the wind and the snow, and that game ended in almost a 20-point game. So give me the under here. I think this is a play that's going to continue to go down as people really pay attention to the weather. And then, Scott, I know that you're looking at an under of your own, and, well, this should make sense. 
We've got a pair of academies are going to be doing battle. Army versus Air Force. This is a total that is very, very low. Seeing it right in the neighborhood, about a 40 and a half. I'm sure that you don't need to explain this one too much, but take me through the rationale of taking it under. And, oh, look, Army versus Air Force. Well, you said it's a little bit low. There's a lot of context that needs to be involved because you can argue that 40 and a half seems pretty high when these two teams get together. But each of the last eight meetings have had less than 36 points. Both teams also had a bye last week, so I do think both teams defensively should be very prepared to stop the triple option. And obviously both teams run the triple option, so they hold on to the ball a lot. (laughs) They really (laughs) don't like punting whatsoever. But Air Force ranks number one in time of possession. Army ranks 10th. I was shocked this line was in the 40s. Usually you see this matchup somewhere around 37 and a half, 38 and a half. And I get both defenses could be a little bit better this season, but that's where the buy comes in. I like the extra prep here to get both teams ready. But each of the last eight have had less than 36, and you're going to give me 40 and a half. There's not many possessions when these teams play because each team tries to take off nine minutes per scoring drive unless they have a big, huge play there. But I'm going to go with the under 40 and a half. I don't think there's any chance both teams get to 20. I see this game being similar to the Air Force Navy game this season, where it ends somewhere in either the high 20s, low 30s. And for those that love trends, you could throw out like 500 of them when two academies do battle. That's (laughs) Army, Navy, and Air Force. And like every single one of them is like, the under is 15 and three. It's like 17 and four. You're able to go down and it's like every single time. It's like under, 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 under. And I mean, it's so obvious. We always talk about it and, It always hits when the academies do battle. So there is that. And Brad, I know that you've got the Alabama hat behind you, and it's going to be a big one. Alabama versus LSU. Not sure if you've got any sort of a play because this is a line that it's rather hefty. Alabama find themselves right around a 13.5 point favorite. Have you looked into this game at all? And you going to be firing in on anything in one of the bigger games of the week? Yeah, so this line's kind of interesting to me, you know, um, you think about Daniels for LSU has looked phenomenal. LSU has picked up some really big wins. They're playing this game at home night under the lights. Why is Alabama a, a 13 and a half point favorite? It's a fishy line to me. I feel like a lot of people are going to be instantly backing LSU. But one thing that we know about this this Alabama team is they've been able to get pressure on the quarterback. Now they're going to be able to start Eli Ricks in the secondary for just the second time in his short Alabama career. Why that's important is, is Eli Ricks is the ex-LSU player. It's a little bit of motivation factor to get some some fresh looks, some new legs inside there. I would probably lean Alabama, but for me, it's going to be a total stay away. I just don't see, I don't see Alabama coming in here and, and totally laying an egg when they finally have their eye on the prize, knowing that they need to be almost perfect to get a, a spot in the college football playoffs. Um, we'll see what LSU has, has in mind, but Nick Saban owns Brian Kelly. Uh, if you guys have seen Notre Dame versus Alabama over the years, So I'd probably lean Alabama. Yep, it is going to be Brian Kelly's first time on the LSU sidelines in terms of this one. But when Brian Kelly has went up against Nick Saban, you are totally right. It has been a little (laughs) bit of a bloodbath. And with the way that this line is looking, it's probably going to be a little bit of a bloodbath. But I do think that there might be a little bit of sneaky value on the Houston Texans. As I'll throw this at you, Scott, we've got Thursday Night Football for Houston, you're finding them at most places right around at 13 and a half. About 24 hours ago, this was 14 across the board. Really, the lone 14 that I'm seeing right now is at DraftKings. Totals between 45 and 45 and a half. I know you've got a little bit on this game, including a player prop. So take me through what you like in Thursday Night Football. 
Well, you said there might be a little bit of sneaky value there on the Texans. I'll tell you right now, I'm not laying 14 points with a road team yeah. on Thursday Night Football. That's just not going to happen. So <laughs> I'm definitely not taking the Eagles. However, I did want to find some value and try to anticipate what the Eagles are going to do. And it's pretty easy because the Texans can't stop the run. So it's kind of obvious what the Eagles are going to try to do. They're going to run the ball. So I'm going to go with Miles Sanders anytime touchdown at minus 105. He scored at least one touchdown in three of the last four games. He's also gotten a lot of work this season. He has recorded at least 15 carries in five of the last six games. And the Texans are allowing 186 rushing yards per game, which is the most in the league. We know that Derrick Henry went for 200-plus last week. No surprise there because he owns the Texans. But Miles Sanders starting running back at minus 105 for a touchdown against a team that cannot stop the run. Plus, the Eagles are favored by a bunch, so you're assuming they'll be winning Late in the game, they're going to try to drain some clock by running the ball. So it should be a pretty positive game script at the end. But minus 105, I like the price. Give me Sanders' touchdown at minus 105. Yep, I think that that's pretty smart as Sanders has really been able to do a solid job for the Eagles this year. We are all talking about Jalen Hurts, and rightfully so. He's an MVP candidate, but Sanders, he's been able to do a terrific job out on the ground game for them. And Brad, I think that you've got an interesting angle for this game because Something that I've been seeing with the Philadelphia Eagles is that they get up big early and then they take their foot off the gas just a little bit and that plays into what you're looking at. So take me through it because I know that you've broken up this game a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to be on Philadelphia Eagles first half team total over 14 and a half at plus 100. So I, initially I wanted to do uh, Philadelphia Eagles first half spread, but I wanted it to be seven. Then I wanted to do second quarter because they're one of the best uh, defensive teams in the second quarter in all of the NFL, but I just made it simple and I'm taking the first half. They're the highest scoring first half team in all of the NFL. And why I like this, um, if you break down this game from uh, how the Texans stand stay in this game, is they try to keep pace with the Eagles. There's no slowing down the Eagles who are ranked second in offensive DVOA. The Texans are not going to be able to keep pace. Why? They're second worst in defensive DVOA. I actually do like that Miles Sanders look as well. I parlayed Miles Sanders with Scotty Scheffler uh, to win Mayakoba this weekend for some really nice odds because I think the Eagles are going to be able to run the ball down their throats. And if you guys haven't seen and you guys don't know, Jalen Hurst is playing like a man on a mission. A lot of that has to do with the weapons surrounding him. This is one of the most complete Eagles team we've seen in some time, better than that Super Bowl team that they had. Absolutely. And for the Philadelphia Eagles, this team, the lone undefeated team in all of football right now is Philadelphia sports in general is having an absolutely tremendous time of it. And Detroit sports is not having such a tremendous time of it. And Scott, I know that you're looking to fade one of those teams as right now we've got the Miami Dolphins, a five point favorite against the Chicago Bears, I should say, because I'm saying Detroit, Chicago, it's been solid for the Bulls, and I'm sure that we're going to get to the Lions a little bit later, but that said, take me through Dolphins versus the Bears, a Bears team that they bought a little bit at the deadline, but they also traded away some key pieces on defense. Yeah, I'm going with the Dolphins here. I just think at the end of the day, the Bears, despite that one good show against New England, has really been awful. They've lost four or five by at least five points. Gave up 49 last week. Not exactly ideal. Bears also traded away two of their best defensive players, traded away Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith in maybe an early tank move. We'll see. But Miami, when Tua actually plays, has been undefeated this season in games that he's finished. And assuming he stays healthy, they still have a lot of weapons. I still like the overall roster. Chicago trading away the two best or two of their best defensive players is extremely concerning. I think Miami rolls here. Yep, I do think that it's going to be tough for the Bears after they traded away quite a few pieces at the deadline. And what else is going to be tough is 
just being able to take a look at what we've got next as the NBA slate it is a little bit bare but I know that these guys have some fix for it so we're going to take a look at some NBA and some football next here on VSIN the Sports Betting Network. himself on VSIN the Sports Betting Network. Make game day a little bit more chill with some extra cash. Play for free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em Challenge. You are able to join for free 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join in on the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment, 21 years or older. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions, they do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Per usual, please do drink responsibly. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network, being rejoined by Brad Thomas, does great work at NBC Sports Bet, and Scott Reichel of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And Brad, I know you've got one more NFL play for us on the board, and it's a game that I'm taking a look at quite a bit myself. The Bills, they are now between a 12 to a 12 and a half point favorite. They were 13 a little bit earlier, and this total is moving around between about a 47, seeing some 46 and a half. Take me through this because I think that the Buffalo Bills are by far the best team in the NFL. That said, I feel like 12 and a half years just a little bit too lofty against a team that they've been able to win some games. Yeah, there's no chance that I want to lay 12 and a half points on the road. Uh, maybe this were at home. I'm going to be on the under under 47, the second lowest total for the Bills this season. But that doesn't matter. The Bills have been an under team all season. One and six again. Uh, one and six to the under so far this season. Why is that? Because the Bills play very good defense. Then now they get your Davius White back. I'm sure he's not going to play a full uh, allotment of snaps, but he's going to be able to to stifle uh, Zach Wilson and company. And on the other side of the ball, we also have a Jets team who is just as good defensively. They're both two top ten defenses. It's going to be a grudge match here. One thing about this Robert Sala coach defense is they know how to shut shut teams down with not just talent, but schemes. That's a, a big reason why Sauce Gardner is probably going to be Defensive Player of the Year. Yes, he is every, all that in a bag of chips, but he's also in a really good system with a really smart coach who knows how to use them. So I don't expect this massive game from Stephon Diggs. I like the under here. Both teams are under teams. I don't see the team scoring a lot. I actually don't see the Jets scoring more than 10 points. So it's really up to the Bills if they don't blow the cover for us. And the Jets have actually been halfway decent on defense as well. So you've got a Jets team that's solid on defense and a Bills team that it's been very underrated that they've been able to do a solid job on defense. I am right there with you. We saw that Bills versus Packers game go under. That was a little bit more of a charmed under. I think that this one going to require a little bit less sweat. But we're going to get our sweat shoes on for a little NBA action on Thursdays. It's a very light card. We've only got two games, but... And said, I know that you guys have a few plays for them, and I'll lead off with you, Scott. You've got the Warriors versus the Orlando Magic. A Warriors team that been tough for them. They've lost four out of their last five games, and they're laying eight points against the Orlando Magic for the Magic. Just all sorts of injuries right now in the backcourt. It has been tough for them. What do you like in this game? Because I do think that it's a little bit of a tough handicap with a Warriors team that has been having a little bit of tough go of it this season and a Magic team that it's been followed on Karen, really not a whole heck of a lot else. Yeah, so I got one actual side, and I also got the, a player prop in this one. I'm going to go back to reliable. No matter how bad the Warriors have been this season, they are still really, really good in the third quarter. And nothing has really changed. They rank fifth in the league in third quarter point differential. Orlando has been terrible in the third quarter. 
Orlando has a third quarter point differential of negative 2.4, which is the seventh worst in the league. The problem is I don't have a line right now. But when I do, I'm going to bet it. So that's why I'm going to give it out. But at the end of the day, Golden State just proved that even though right now they're struggling, especially defensively, they've been a terrible defensive team so far this season, they're still really good in the third quarter. And the fact that they've been so good in this quarter for, I don't even know how long at this point, eight years, nine years, seems like that they just cash it every time. They could really use a get-right spot here against Orlando, but I'm really concerned about the defense. So I'm not going to bother. Give me Steve Kerr out of halftime to do what he does best, make adjustments, and Golden State to get out to a pretty fast start in the second half. Yep, I cannot disagree with you there. I was breaking down this game about an hour or so ago. I said take a look at it in-game because the Warriors in that third quarter, that has always been their quarter ever since Steve Kerr has gotten there. We are in total agreement there. And Brad, do you have anything in terms of Warriors versus the Magic? Because I do think that it's a little bit of a tricky game to take a look at right now. But I think that the best way to take a look at it, like Scott just said, take a look at an in-game, be able to take a look at perhaps the third quarter, maybe the Orlando Magic are getting completely killed and you're able to get 100 million billion <laughs> points with them or something like that. And I think the best way to play this is in-game. Yeah, so I'm going to be at that game. So I'm going to bet nice. over on tubs of popcorn eaten. I'm going <laughs> to eat at least two of them. But from an actual game standpoint, the most important thing that the Magic have done and the best way to fade them, they started off really hard, really hot. They started games with double-digit leads. Uh, when against the Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks, you see that happen. And I think that this Warriors team, they're not in panic mode because they know how good and talented they are. But they know these wins do matter early in the season when you're have a losing record you don't want these wins to continue and it turn into something uh along the season all the way into the all-star break so if at any point the golden state warriors are down by seven or more i will take the golden state Warriors spread because the magic are going to somehow get back-to-back first round picks number one overall picks and uh, it's going to be a fun few years of tanking for the magic i think the handicapping question that i have here is in terms of the scoring Is it more points scored, the more tubs of popcorn, or the worse the game is, the more tubs of popcorn eaten? I think it's going to be the the, the closer the magic are. If the magic (laughs) is close, I'm going to be eating anxiously, just throwing popcorn in my mouth. Oh, I absolutely love it. There's some sharp play there. I don't know who's going to be able to book that bet, but you know what? I've got the insider information on the over, so I absolutely love that, and Scott... We do love the fact that the Oklahoma City Thunder have gotten off to actually a nice start thus far. I've actually liked the way that they've been able to form together. It's the Nuggets who are finding themselves as between a 6 to a 7 point favorite total on this game is 229.5. I know you had a little bit of something in terms of Warriors versus Magic. Have anything here? Uh, Not particularly. I mean, I'm expecting Jokic to have a big stat line. I don't necessarily mind him maybe the over and assists. I believe it was at around 8.5 or so. He had a triple-double the first time they played against each other. I also just think at the end of the day, Oklahoma City has been very competitive, but only because Shea Gildas-Alexander is a monster. So if you want to take the Oklahoma City to be close in this game, probably just take the points prop over on Shea because they're extremely correlated. If he's going to go for 30, they'll probably end up keeping this game close to the very end. But I do want to kind of backtrack for a second because I did have a player prop in that Magic game. I like the uh, Wendell Carter Jr. over 9.5 rebounds at around even money. Uh, He's recorded at least 12 rebounds in three of the last four meetings against Golden State. He's played in at least 33 minutes in seven of the first eight games. So he's he's an extremely integral piece of that overall team. And Golden State, really not good at rebounding. The Warriors ranked 24th in rebounding rate. I think Wendell Carter Jr. has a very nice matchup here to go over nine and a half rebounds. And as I take a look at this 
Oklahoma City Thunder team more and more. I noticed that DraftKings, Jake Gildress Alexander, 16 to 1 to win most improved player. That actually seems like really good value right now. He's right now number four on the board, and I realize Sirius Halliburton is having a nice season, but that's something I think actually has really good value. I might go out and bet this myself because I'm <laughs> looking at it I'm like, ah, I really like that. So I'm glad that you bring that up. And Brad, I know that you've got to play on the total in this one. Take me through this because for Oklahoma City, I mean, Scott just mentioned it. Jay Gilders Alexander has been absolutely terrific. And it's a Thunder team that I actually like what they're doing. Meanwhile, for the Nuggets, it's been a little bit disjointed with trying to get Jamal Murray back in the fold. Yeah, I'm going to be on the over here. Um, I, I, it's high, but this is going to be a moment for Jay Gildas Alexander and uh, and the Joker to put up massive stat lines. I'm actually going to put a, a play on a parlay with them both to record a triple-double. So right now, both teams are about 4-3 and three to the over so far this season. A lot of it has to do with the pace they play. The ability to have a guy like Jokovic who can grab the rebound and start the break at any point. You've seen the newly minted take foul rule come into effect, but it's mostly affecting teams like the Nuggets who like to get the ball out of the hoop and really run. They've been getting a lot more free points uh, basically because you can't foul them. um, So giving them better opportunities and better looks. And as long as Murray continues to make this next step of of coming back from his injury, they're going to continue to score a ton of points. And this Thunder team, they don't roll down for anyone. They don't just lay down. They score themselves. Defensively, they've improved since last year, but they have a long way to go. So I like the over here. I think that that's something big that you bring up as well because that take foul rule, it has led to a little bit more scoring in general because you may recall last season, first month of the season, unders were hitting at north of a 60% clip and ironed out during the season, but the bookmakers, they had to make a big giant adjustment on that. So I do like the play there and I always love the discussion with you two gentlemen. Brad, I know you do great work at NBC Sports Bet and Scott, likewise over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Always appreciate it, gentlemen. Thank you. Yep, thank you too. Thank you so much. Great to get them aboard. We talked a little football. We talked a little basketball and I really do mean it. I'm probably going to be firing on Jay Gilders Alexander to be able to win most improved player. I'm going to be shopping around on this one overnight because, man, that is relatively ridiculous. I'm currently finding him outside the top four to be able to win this award. It has been a very good season for him, and I do think that that's something great that they brought up as well in terms of the take foul rule as a result in the NBA where you saw just so many unders hitting towards the beginning part of the season last year. It's not like the over has been like on fire or anything like that this season, but after it was like 60% to the under to begin the season last year, right now it's more like 48.3% to the under. So we've seen quite a shift there, and something else that we're seeing for Thursday is quite a bit of great action. I'm going to give you guys what I like in terms of Thursday night football and the World Series in the final segment of the Greg Peterson Experience next year on VEASAN, the Sports Banking Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All sports are in full swing, and Pet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Score Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet Plus Get. Sunday football parlay insurance, and so much more. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, BetRivers has you covered. Go on over to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today as it is a whole new game. This is the final segment of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Big thanks to Brad Thomas over there at NBC Sports Bet and Scott Reichel of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They join me the last two segments, taking a look at some NFL, taking a look at some college football, some NBA, so... Yeah, you guys covered on a little bit of everything. In segment number one, previewed a little bit of what we're seeing from the Big 12 in terms of college basketball. Now we wrap things up with some Thursday Night Football, and we wrap things up with the World Series. Since we've already hit a little bit of NFL, we will go with the sport that we haven't hit first in the MLB, and then we'll go into Thursday Night Football from there. So let's start with World Series Game 5 as 965-966 on the betting board. The Philadelphia Phillies are the homestanding team against the Houston Astros as Justin Verlander takes the bump for the Strohs and Noah Thor Syndergaard is on the bump for Philadelphia. 7.5 is the total and with Houston getting them between minus 148 and minus 155 between plus 135 and plus 145 is your number on the Philadelphia Phillies and Justin Verlander has been a very suspect in the World Series. As a matter of fact, in eight career pitching appearances in the World Series, 0-6 record, 6-0-7 ERA, and he's going up against the Phillies lineup that has hit 17 home runs in their last seven home playoff games this season. So 
They have certainly been hot with the bat. With that said, you do also take a look at this Philadelphia Phillies team, and they're having to try it out their guy in North or Syndergaard, who he has pitched a grand total of five and a third innings across three appearances this season. Made a start against the Atlanta Braves, came out of the bullpen in that series against the San Diego Padres, so you're not going to get a lot of length there, and credit where credit is due for this Philadelphia Phillies bullpen, but they were the worst bullpen in terms of ERA post-All-Star break in the National League during the regular season, and they did have to burn up some pieces in the game that we saw in Game 4 as David Robertson and Jose Alvarado had to come out of the bullpen. Less than ideal. Now, Sir Anthony Dominguez, he can give you probably two-plus innings in this spot, but if you have Thor Syndergaard give three innings like he did in his last start, that means that you're probably looking at either Nick Nelson or Kyle Gibson or perhaps both coming out of the bullpen, and that is very less than ideal. As these are guys that you really don't want to be trusting too much in, and for Justin Verlander, I think he's going to be able to bounce back a little bit after his last start. Now, it's just been completely night and day from between the regular season and the postseason. Regular season, buck 75 ERA, giving up right around 0.6 home runs per nine innings here in the postseason. Two bombs, giving up across his three starts, 15 total innings, giving up 12 runs. Strikeout numbers are still there. He's been able to get right around about one, 10 and a half his strikeouts per nine innings, 1.2 strikeouts per inning, but... That said, it's not looked like himself even in that start against the New York Yankees where he gave up a one run in six innings. Still had a little bit of a rough go of it there. And I'll go out on a limb and say that the Phillies aren't going to get no hit once again. I will go ahead and eat my hat if they get no hit here. But that said, with Philadelphia Phillies, the big thing for them is the bottom of the fold being able to step up because you've been able to get it at the top with Rice Harper. Six home runs, hitting well above a 350 here in the postseason. And Reese Hoskins... He's either the hottest hitter on planet Earth or he's the coldest, but he has been hot at home. Four home runs in his last four home playoff games, so he's done a nice job on that front. JT Riemuto has been able to move the line, about a 320-ish on base. He's been able to slug out a trail of homers. The big concern is the this trail. Alec Bohm, Brandon Marsh, Bryson Sott. Now, Bohm and Marsh both went deep in Game 3. Both of these guys, though, along with Sott, they're hitting a 200 or lower overall in the postseason, so... You do have a little bit of pause there. And for the Houston Astros, ironically enough, it's been the complete opposite. It's been the guys at the top of the fold that have not necessarily been able to do the world's greatest job. Meanwhile, the bottom has been able to step up. Yuli Gurriel is one of the hardest men to get out on the face of planet Earth. Only Bryce Harper has really been hotter than him. For Gurriel, he's been able to provide north of a 350 on base here in the postseason. He's been terrific. Heck, you've even had Chaz McCormick do a solid job for this team. He's got north of a 400 on base. And a pair of home runs in that series against the New York Yankees. So these guys have been solid. Jose Altuve, been rough for him. He's hitting about a buck six a year in the postseason. Now, getting his is after he started out for 25 in the postseason. He's something like eight out of his last 25. So he's been able to improve from there. But Jordan Alvarez has really not been good here in the postseason. He had those two nice home runs against the uh, Seattle Mariners. But really past that, he hasn't done a like Vlad. Since that Mariner series has been hitting below 200, he hasn't hit any home runs. You need him to pick it up. Alex Bregman, though, he's been able to do a nice job for this team as he's heading overall for the postseason right in that neighborhood of, I would say, about a 285, 290-ish. He's got a trail of home runs, so he's been able to do a nice job for this bunch. But with the Philadelphia Phillies, I do think that their lack of bullpen pieces, that is going to hurt them. And 
for the Houston Astros. They did have to use up quite a few bullpen pieces in game number four, but with that said, they didn't use them up for too many innings and too many pitches as Rafael Montero throwing their Ryan Presley, Brian Abreu, three of really their top flight relievers. They all did come into game four. With that said, nobody threw more than 19 pitchers. Hector Neris has been solid here in the postseason, as a matter of fact, with the Houston Astros. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous when I read off this number. In their postseason thus far, a 0.76 bullpen ERA through 47 and a third innings. They led the league in terms of bullpen ERA during the regular season, and I'm just going to call what it is. There has to be regression with this. I mean, it is absolutely remarkable what we have seen out of this bullpen. Even the best of the best can't maintain a 0.76 ERA like this. I do think that the Phillies are going to be able to get up off the mat after they got no hit in Game 4. And for the Phillies, aside from the no hit that we saw on Game 4, they've scored four-plus runs in every one of their games this postseason when they have been at home. The Houston Astros, they've been able to get some offense going as well, four-plus runs in about 50% of their postseason games since the Seattle Mariners series. So they've been able to do a solid job of being able to generate some offense. I think Justin Verlander is going to look better in this spot. I still think that he's going to have his struggles. It's just one of those cases where we see it with a lot of players in general. They get into big spots, and they aren't necessarily themselves. You're able to throw out there, i.e. Peyton Manning, i.e. Clayton Kershaw, things of that nature. And Justin Verlander, he sort of falls in that fold. So I'm looking at the over. That said, I'm willing to lay up to a minus 166 with the Astros. Not that I think that Verlander is going to be amazing or anything like that. I just can't trust in North or Syndergaard and this bullpen and the poo-poo platter of guys they're going to be seeing after North or Syndergaard. So looking at the Astros on the money line, I'm willing to lay up to a minus 165 there. And my DK Nation write-up is going to be on the over. Now let's take a look at Thursday night football as this is a line that has moved a little bit between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Houston Texans. Most spots have the Eagles as a 13.5 point favorite. DraftKings is right now really the lone soldier that we're seeing holding up at 14. And the total on this game, you're getting it between a 45 and a 45.5. Mostly seeing 45.5. And I think that this is just a little bit too lofty of a total. For the Houston Texans, I think that their path... I'm not even going to say to victory because I don't think that they're going to win this game outright, but their path to hanging in this game, it is all reliant upon the ground game. They need to make sure that Davis Mills has the ball out of his hands a little bit because with Davis Mills, he has thrown six interceptions in his last five games, throwing an interception in four out of the last five overall. So that is a big-time issue, and they've really been able to get things generated with our good friend, Mr. Damian Pierce. Pierce had a pedestrian week last week against the Tennessee Titans prior to that. 80-plus yards in four straight games. So that's why I do take a look at his player prop. And I'm going to be looking at the over. Right now you're seeing the over-under at DraftKings in terms of his rushing yards at 64.5. I like it over. I like Miles Sanders at 78.5 under the total because I do think that for the Philadelphia Eagles, they might have a little bit of a tougher time running the ball on the Texans. And really for the Texans, where they're really weak, in my opinion, is through the air now. That did not hold up last week against the Tennessee Titans as it was just Derek King Henry that just kept running it and running it and running it. And I really think that Miles Sanders is doing a solid job for this bunch, but he's not as much of a road grader running back like we were able to see out of Derek King Henry. And for that matter, when it comes to Miles Sanders, he has rushed for 70 yards or fewer in four out of his last five games. So I do think that this is a little bit of a bloated number. It's a case where the Eagles typically just don't give him a lot of touches. He had the 27 carries against the Jacksonville Jaguars, but past that, hasn't run the ball a whole heck of a lot. 
for the Eagles. I do think that they're going to be able to move the ball through the air. A.J. Brown, I think, is going to have, no doubt, a big game. His over receptions prop is 4.5. I like it over at the same time. I don't like the minus 150 juice that comes with it as well, but I think that he's going to have a big game. But that said, I think that the Texans do a good job of controlling things on the ground. The Eagles stands that game against the Lions. They've done a solid job on defense, so I'm looking at the under. I think that 14 slash 13 and a half, a little bit too lofty, so taking the points with the Houston Texans, and that leads us to our pro tip to be able to round things out. Beeson.com slash subscribe for all of these. Take note of rule changes when it comes to totals. We're seeing this with the take foul rule in the NBA that has resulted in more games going over than under in the NBA. A little bit of a programming reminder if you're listening to me live. Replay of the Greg Peterson experience is up next. If you're listening to a replay, 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern, follow the money with Mitch Moss and Paul Howard. That is going to be coming your way right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. Check out the VSIN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find the right design, so you can find the right design, so you can find the right design, so you can find... At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.